Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, question. What happens when you take eight men attempting fatherhood and ask for their advice? The answer can only be this. The Season 3 Clips Show! Hey everyone, welcome to Attentive Fatherhood on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Bradley Hasemeyer. Each week, I bring you honest and hilarious conversations with men from all types of backgrounds. But at the end of the day, we all just want to be better dads. Well, greetings, attempters, and Happy New Year 2022. It's here. It's with us. We are here. We are with it. And with it, of course, comes all types of excitement. I don't know, maybe maybe some trepidation, like, okay, what's this year? What's going to be the big thing this year that that, that we hate? Uh, is it going to be politics? Will it be uh, sickness? Will it be, uh, who knows? Uh, I don't even know. Climate change. I don't know what the thing is that's going to be this year that's like the big thing. Uh, but I hope we can just go into this year for less division. You know what I mean? Like, respect. You don't have to agree on everything. I don't have to agree on everything, but but a little more respect this year. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'm hoping. I didn't even think about that till just now, but I'm I'm putting that in there. Either way, I am so excited to be sharing this with you guys. Hey, just a quick reminder, be following us on social at Attempting Fatherhood on Instagram. And if you haven't had a chance to catch up and listen to all the episodes, go back. It's okay. Go back. No one's gonna know. No one's gonna know. They're all gonna know. No one's gonna know. Social media insider thing there. He has a trend like three months ago. Anyway, uh, so yeah, head back, listen to those episodes. Maybe you've missed some, maybe you haven't. And if you haven't, two gold stars. It has been an amazing season three. Oh, and if you want to nominate someone to be on season four of the show to be interviewed, DM me on Instagram, send me their info uh, and I'll look them up. And if it's a good fit, then great. Love that. So yeah, like I said, season three, guys coming to a close. I can't believe it. Uh, we're coming up on episode 29 of, of all three seasons. Each season is almost 10. You can do the quick math. Uh, many of you have been here for the whole thing. I'm very grateful to you guys. I'm also so grateful just to be able to share this show with you. And I've gotten so many meaningful responses. I've gotten uh, people DMing me saying how much they've enjoyed the show, how they've been encouraged, how it's made them think about their own attempting of fatherhood. Honestly, it does that to me. This is a bit of a selfish pursuit because, you know, I want to be the best dad I can be, just like all the dads on here and like yourself as well. I mean, if you're listening to a dad podcast, you clearly care. (laughs) So yeah, I've been encouraged and from all the guys as well who are saying, hey, I shared this with my dad friend. So it takes no time. Click subscribe. Make sure you're subscribing to the show so that we can make you know that you get new updates and share the show with your friends. Just when you like an episode, just, bloop, you know, text it over or whatever. All right. How was your holiday season? Mine turned out great. Uh, I will say it definitely pushed my patience. With my kids, especially, I'd say my wife and I, we were doing pretty well, though. Uh, though there were times it was like, hey, you work here, too? Yeah, we're coworkers. This is great. We're pushing this business along. And there's seasons for that because sometimes you just got to get shit done. And we got a bunch of it done. We just came back from a 1,600-mile, seven-day road trip all the way up to Maryland. Got out just in time before all this craziness. I-95 was shut down for 45 miles of traffic. We got out the day before. So thankful. 
But during the holiday rush and the season and all that, I had to walk away a few times mentally and physically. I encouraged you guys last episode to think about doing that if you need to, and I definitely took advantage of that. I could tell myself getting stressed out or frustrated, especially with my kids. You know, Loic, he's almost two, and he hits as hard as he hugs. He is a ball of emotion, passion. I love it. I love seeing it. But man, that also means when he's sick, and he was sick for a few weeks, thankfully not COVID, that was back in November for all of us, but his sickness just throws off his sleep. And we were doing this thing forever since the beginning when, when, you know, we would let him, we slept train. So he was good. But then when he was sick, we'd pick him up, quiet him down, rock him a little bit, set him back down, go back to sleep. No problem. But something happened. Some switch flipped and everything changed and no one told us <laughs> and we had to figure it out. Like maybe it's this variable. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's too bright. Maybe it's too dark. Maybe it's too cold. Maybe more humidifier, less humidifier, no oil, some oils. It was like trying to figure out what was going on because he, every time we'd put him down, we'd get out of the room. You know, we're talking three in the morning, right? When everything sucks at three in the morning, unless you're asleep. And he'd just scream, scream. You can ask our neighbors downstairs, scream. So Kirsten did some research because she's so good at that. We ended up adjusting what we were doing based on some of that research to soothe him by rubbing his back and letting him know we're here, you're safe, it's time to be brave, time to be a big guy, you can do this all by himself, you know, instead of getting him out of the crib and putting him back and it started working. But during that holiday time, just a couple weeks ago, really, there were times we were up four to six times a night and that I promise you is not the best Bradley I can be for Ellis. Definitely not for Loic because I'm like looking at this guy in the morning like, you don't even know. And he's like, hey, I'm ready for breakfast. I'm like, I'm ready to leave and come back a better man. Um, But yeah, so holiday stress and all that. So there was that. Just want to be honest with you guys so you know. Maybe you didn't encounter any of that kind of stuff, but that was something that I was dealing with. And I feel like vulnerability begets vulnerability. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about this week's show. Guys, best of... It's the clip show. It's dad advice from all the past interviews wrapped into one glorious, easy to stream show. This is like the multivitamin of shows. It's got a little bit of everything in there. Zinc, B, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to keep going on that metaphor. You get it. So many great words of advice, sage wisdom, hilarious stories. So let me just take a second and remind you about these guys from season three. We got Joel Willis. He's the founder of The Dad. I know you've seen this on social media. They are massive, huge website. They have sub channels, millions and millions of followers. He was such an interesting interview. Jason Glover, cool guy who started a thing called Dads That Cook as a way to teach dads how to cook, but also to to encourage them to cook with their kids. Ezekiel Wheeler, friend of mine, car designer, entrepreneur, dad, obviously, really great chat in his uh, highly designed living room. We talk about that. Roger Strong, this guy started Real Tough Dad. This is a site that's full of hilarious, totally relatable dad memes. He says, if I'm not memeing, I'm screaming. It's his outlet and they're really on point memes. Also, Drew Clark, he started California Cowboy, CEO, uh, which makes apparel for leisure activities, kind of like what you do after your sport. You put these on. His whole thing is about starting conversations. A lot of fun insight. Also, this was really interesting. I had no idea before the interview. He's the guy who was told he would never have kids because he had cancer when when he was a kid and then ended up proving them wrong. Boom. Take that. Also, Joe Peters. Love this guy. We were friends way before this podcast. He's the CEO of marketing for Vasque Boots. We had so much fun chatting, and he had great dad advice at the end as well. 
Also, Craig Lucy, he was new. I had never met him before. He's an Emmy Award-winning news broadcaster. He left it all to be around his family some more, and he wrote a kid's book called Hold You, which was kind of based on what his kids would say, like they would reach their arms up and say, hold you. Um, Also, Peter Goodwin, the Alaskan guide slash missionary and now CEO of Groove Life. They're the ones that make those uh, rings that are a little bit more flexible and can break off instead of ripping your hand off if needed. They make belts now and all kinds of other stuff. He talked about the mission of family and the purpose of fatherhood. This guy was a great way to wrap out the season. So guys, so much great info here. I am so excited for you to relive it and me as well. I like these. It's short. It's simple. It's sweet. Boom. Your multivitamin clips show of season three. Fantastic dads. All for you. Enjoy. As we kind of close things out here, what is something you could leave as a, as a bit of encouragement for all the dads listening out there? Remembering who you are as a, as a person. Um, I had a really, uh, a really good friend in the journalism industry when I had found out that I was going to have a kid and I was kind of telling everybody, hey, I'm going to have a kid. And they're like, holy crap. And uh, he runs um, a Land Rover magazine, uh, Brian Joslin. Um, love that man to death. But he's had kids for a while. And, and he was like, number one thing, don't forget who you are as a person. If you're the dad who flies helicopters like Micah, be the dad who flies helicopters. Don't give it up. Yeah. Because I'll find a way to make it happen. It may not be your nine to five, but that is the thing that is identifiable with you. And so for me, because I'm a little ADD and a little all over the place, it, it's figuring out what do I like versus what do I need? Ooh, that's and good too. What I like is hey, I like to pick up a Hot Wheel every now and again that piques my interest. I like a good book. I like my coffee but I need to make it, you know, I need to eventually make my own book. I need to eventually, you know, make my way in this industry. And I've had this goal to like really make a name for myself in the car industry to, Hey, I want to be on the hall of fame. Hey, I want to be as an industry leader for these particular reasons. And I want to bring up a whole new generation that didn't think they could have access to this world. It's like those things I need to do. And I need to also respect who I am as a person and challenge myself. (laughs) Your baby is at zero and your fatherhood's at zero. You're both growing together. Like you'll, you'll learn stuff just as they're learning stuff. And I know I'm learning stuff. So yeah. um, Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta see it through to completion too, though. Like my biggest fear as a parent is basically, um, I call it the game of Thrones fear. It's that, uh, I'll, I'll have a great, like first, like five seasons. And then maybe I screw something up like towards the end of parenting. Like when my kids 14 or 15, they're not going to remember those, those good seasons. They're going to remember the last one. <laughs> and they're going to think that's so oh, good. Yeah. What a great analogy. Yeah, and so, so true. You got so true. That's, you got to see it to the end. I think that's, that's really, you got to sprint through, yeah. sprint through the finish line. Yeah. Um, other than that, cause I think that's fantastic. Do you have any other encouragement? If you could just encourage all the dads out there, leave them all with, uh, one bit of encouragement as we wrap up here, what would you say? I, I just say, show up, you know, be there, um, embrace it. I, I know that's like so cliche, but, uh, but man, it, it, it goes by fast. Um, and yeah, just, just be there, be present. 
um, you know, take the bad moments for what they're worth. And there's going to be a lot of good ones that come right behind it. So hang in there, hang in there. <laughs> Attempting in fatherhood, I'm going to go back to love. Okay. I think the, the best thing you can do, no matter what, is to love your kid, hug them all the time, even if they're embarrassed by it, kiss them, love them, squeeze them, tell them you love them. Just do that all the time, every day, several times a day, not just once, not like, hey, once a week. I'm talking about every day when they get up, when they go to bed, like all the time. Every time you see them, they walk in the door, hey, and they're getting ready to leave. Bye. I love you. On the phone. I don't care. That is the best That's advice great. you could possibly have, I think, at least for me. I mean, our kid tells us that he loves us all the time. So it's great to hear it. I'm sure you want to hear it too. So you won't hear it if you don't say it. Oh, that's good too. What's some advice you could give to them? Some encouragement that you could give to them? I would say empathy goes a long way for a young child. Um, Having them, you know, they may be, you know, experiencing a huge emotional outburst over a piece of plastic that broke. Yep. That emotion is still valid. You can say the, the reaction we can temper that and say, like, hey, let's work through this. But to have to not dismiss the child's feelings because it just because it's not my core reality at their moment, it's that's their core reality. It's so much of it is, so is understanding the needs of each child. So much of getting into the mind of like what does the kid respond to? What I never yeah, heard described is like what is the kid's currency? What is their currency? Catch your child yeah, doing good. good. Too and reward the positive opposite. So if your child is, you know, talking back every time you ask them a question, then you find the positive opposite, which is like answering politely, and then reward that positive opposite rather than punish. Mm. Hey, you're talking back, you're grounded. You're like, hey, if you had had given me a more polite response, I would add five marbles to this jar that holds a hundred marbles or whatever. And then once that that jar is full, we can do X. Uh, and then you find out what your kid's currency is and then kind of move from there. All right, guys, let's take a, a second just to, to talk about the dad bod. Hey, I don't know if you're someone out there who's dieted before, but the reality is diets aren't the same for everybody. You have biology, you have DNA sequencing in your body that's going to resonate with some diets and not others and certain parts of those diets and all that. So Calibrate is this, this new way to approach it. It's a comprehensive doctor-guided metabolic reset that promotes sustainable results through lifestyle changes. Yes, not just skip a meal and you're good to go. Calibrate works because they combine prescribed, FDA-approved medication with lifestyle changes. So that improves your metabolic health. They offer a fully integrated program that includes classes, one-on-one video coaching, in-app tracking, and connection to community with members like yourself. They provide a comprehensive wellness plan personalized to your needs, so they make it easy to fit Calibrate into your busy schedule. With the app, you can look at it as often or as little as you like. Personally, I love tracking that kind of stuff, so I'd be looking at it a lot. All the goals you set are personalized and tracked, not just by yourself, but by doctors and coaches. That, to me, makes a lot of difference. So it's time to get back in control with Calibrate. You can get $50 off the one-year metabolic reset when you use promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V at joincalibrate.com. 50 bucks off when you use Bleave at joincalibrate.com. Okay, 
Enough about the dad bod. Let's get back to the show. So one of the <laughs> one of the things that I, I always like to say is, you know, it's it's incredibly challenging, which you you know, and I'm sure all of, all of your listeners know too. Um, and there has been times where I've been so exhausted and so frustrated and you know even though it can kind of rub my wife a little bit the wrong way sometimes is like sometimes i just kind of have to laugh at how absurdly difficult and annoying it is. um and even when i've been in some very dark places which which there have been a few oh uh, yeah weekly weekly and, and even when you're kind of uh down um there's been times where i've been like this is so ridiculous that i just have to laugh at myself um, that's great and keeping keeping some levity throughout um what can be a really difficult process whether you know it, it's the combination of, of being a dad and then layering your, your whatever career or you know professional track you're on on top of that uh can be pretty daunting and um and sometimes laughing even when it's inappropriate is a good good piece of uh, a good dose of medicine Laughing when it's inappropriate sounds like the closing remark of a like a valedictorian at Stanford. Like <laughs> to new dads, I would say like certainly like don't turn down your buddies when they want to grab a beer because I did that too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like take a break. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, like, like don't don't like build a concrete you know fortress around your little house. Um, there's, there's, there's relationships that you should hold on to and they become even more critical, um, as you go through the stages of fatherhood and life, um, to have that consistency of, of homies that knew you before, right. That, that, that remember when you were fun. Totally. (laughs) They can remind you. Dude, yeah, you are yeah. a cool guy. Remember, we did all these things and that was fun. And you need that because you're going to pass that on to your kids. I mean, we talked yeah. about that before. It's like, that is an essence of who you are. These are the stories that, that make you up and you can pass that on to your kids. Um, and you do them a disservice if you're not 100% you. Yeah, it keeps you fresh, keeps you who you are. Like, I always say to my kids, like, you know, back when I was traveling a lot, um, and, and, and that went up right until the pandemic. I was, I was not here uh, regularly um, yeah. for, for that part. But once they got old enough to understand that when they saw a bag by the door, it, mean dad, it meant dad was going away. I said, you know, like, there, there, there's a reason I do this. It is part of my job, but it also fills me up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I get inspiration when I when I go to New York or I'm in, or I'm in Japan or something and it's yeah. always work, but it makes me a better dad. Yeah. Um, so that's something I've tried, I've tried to kind of instill in the kids. Like, you know, the, I like to approach it in the sense that like, I just want them to have the best ver- version of me, like you said. And, and that for me, that means being super engaged in my, in my job. Um, and, and, and seeing art and traveling and, and doing things with my wife. And I think the earlier you can, you can help the children understand that, then there's, a, there's a, a, a more fair expectation from the kids. Because if you set a precedence out of the gate that they're never going to have a babysitter. Yeah. That's going to hinder. That's hard. It's going to hinder your marriage, number one. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's going to hinder like your own self of being with, with your community. 
Yes, yeah, so here's some dad advice. I have not talked to one friend in particular. He's really closer with my older brother. Um, they went to UNC together. He reached out. It's like, hey, man, I saw you were writing this book. It's been a long time since we connected. Would you like to go to the Braves game? I'm at the Braves game with him. He's like, man, I want to write a children's book, too. We already kind of have it written. How did you do that? I had someone else that I haven't talked to since I graduated SMU in 2004. Um, so for dads out there, just observe your kids. There's a million different ideas that um, you'll just notice that could be a good children's book. Um, and it, it is a lot of work, but I'll tell you, it's a lot of fun. You reconnect with people. They're like, holy crap, you wrote a book? It, yeah. Like, my good friend who is, um, he's crazy. Like he was in the crypto space super early. He is a, he is a carpe diem guy. Okay. He's a car guy as well. He actually, Peter Saddington is his name. If you Saddington, you okay. Peter Saddington. And he had the Bitcoin Lamborghini. He bought a, a Lamborghini with Bitcoin. Yes. And, and it was like a whole PR play. We did a video on, on him, like a day in the life of Peter Saddington. He literally told me years ago, like, Craig, just write a book. Since I wrote a book, it's in, you reconnect with people. It's a fun experience. But yeah. dad advice is just go, go for it. Do it. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it may be, go do it. It's no doubt it's hard, man. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not easy. And there's in the, you know, the, the voices are always in the head that, Hey, you could have done so much better with this person or, you know, this person or, you know, she doesn't love you. I mean, yeah. like all the things that men hear all the time, the temptations, but they're just trying those, those thoughts are just trying to destroy you. And mm. at the end of the day, I mean, really at the end of the day, would you, would you give up everything to have your kids say, man, my dad loved me and I love him and have a deep relationship with your family over everything else, the, you know, the sports games, the career, all that, because most people don't hear that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, what's, what's your dad advice? That's this. This is it. Dad advice. Find men that are doing it well and, and ask them what they're doing. And, 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 and you don't have to say, hey, will you mentor me? Because that's just weird. But just yeah. <laughs> like call up, hang out. Hey, what, what? Your kids are this or that. And then look at the douchebags that are doing it wrong and ask them what they're doing and mm. don't do that. So, I mean, it's, it's that simple. Uh, and and I, I think everybody probably has somebody in their life that has a pretty good marriage or a pretty good, they're a pretty good dad and just mm. start there. And that's, that's what I've done because um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, you know, with kids and wife, you know, it's like you, you get it and then the season changes and then you don't get it. You know, I mean, it, that's just, it's like continuals, like in and out, in and out of good and in and out of bad, the seasons of life or something. Yeah. Ezekiel Wheeler for attempting father. Of course. Always, <laughs> always a struggle, but always a reward. So I enjoy it. Thanks for hosting this, man. This is such a great podcast. So thank you for putting this together. Yeah, dude. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Attempting Fatherhood. My whole hope with this is that we build a community that encourages dads and that brings new information to the table and, and gets you excited about living your life, doing what you're doing. If you have felt that way, please make sure you rate us on Spotify, on Apple. Just rate us. Give us some stars, hopefully five. And make sure you share this. That's equally important. It's a great way to build community, to share this information with other dads. You know, start a text chain, whatever. That helps us. That helps you. We grow this community and all that. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood. Again, thank you so much and have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.